Well, guys, we've been looking at, last week we started looking at um, the king of Israel. And who remembers, who remembers what the king of Israel, what his name, his name is? The one we're looking at. Yes. Give me the first letter. What is it? D. Next one. A. Next one. Is it a V? Is that what you guys call them? A V? I. D. What's his name? David. And David is king. He's called King David. And we've been looking at just the amazingness of this person that God called to lead the people of Israel. And just, it, you know, he's really, he has so much going for him. We looked at last week, he's a warrior. We looked at last week, he's a, he writes psalms. He was a singer. He's a praying person. You know, he just, he knew God's presence. And so we're looking at some amazing things. And really, I couldn't fit everything on one board. So we had to do a couple of them just to help us to get an idea how amazing David is. And, uh, and so one of the things that, that happens, well, let's see, let's, you know, David was a man of this. What is he? He's a man of? Faith. A man of faith. What do you think that means, being a man of faith? What do you think being a man of faith or a woman of faith is like? What, is it, what does that mean? Yes. You believe God? Can I just say, it's not just believing in God, because how many of you guys know that the devil believes in God? He knows God exists. He's seen him. He's seen him. And so how many of you guys, but believing in God or, or believing God, pardon me, is where I'm trusting him right now. Not just tomorrow, not just yesterday, but right now. Lord, I trust you. I trust you. And David had so many stories about trusting God. Every time David got in trouble and there was a problem, what did he do? He would cry out to God, Lord, help me. What do I do? And he'd ask the Lord, and the Lord would help him and lead him and guide him, all sorts of stuff. And remember when he had to come against uh, uh, that big giant? Who was that? Goliath. Goliath. And he was still small when that happened, but he trusted God. And, and how many he says that, you know, when it came to me doing that, I could do that because I'd already trusted God, and I dealt with the bear and the lion. And he trusted God. And he trusted God. How about this? God promised David you'd be king. And now David is king. He trusted God the whole time that God would fulfill his word. It's important, boys and girls, for us that we trust God, you're going to fulfill what you said. Now, for some, it's like, yay, Jesus, I get to be with you. And for others, it's like, Jesus, I don't like you. And then they go to a lost eternity. But God will always fulfill his word, always. In fact, he holds his word even above his own name. So he'll do what he said he'll do, even if everyone doesn't understand it. And they think, well, I don't know, maybe God's wrong. 
makes no difference because he's going to do what he says he's going to do. He keeps every promise. Can you say that? God keeps his promises. Can you say that again? God keeps his promises. That's wonderful. David knew that. David knew that. And the Bible talks about it as it because God, because David believed God, that God also did what he did for Abraham. And he gave him He gave him righteousness. It means that he actually brought him in and he says, David, you're mine forever. David, you're mine forever. David believed God and the Bible says it was accredited to him as righteousness. David knew what it means to belong to God. It's an amazing thing. See, some people try to think, well, God, if I do everything and I try to be really good, will you love me and accept me? But that isn't how you get it. Lord, I trust in you. And he'll give it to you as a gift rather than making you try to earn it. But David knew that. David was also, because God made him king, God blessed him with... What's that word? Wealth. He did. You know what's amazing with David? Is he loved to share it. <laughs> Even when he brought like the, the whole, the, brought the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem, he gave away bread and, and a meal and food to like uh, all the people that were there. And he loved sharing it. But you know, God can, when God can trust you with giving you wealth, giving you stuff that you don't keep it all for yourself and you share what you have, then God can trust you with it. And God could trust David with wealth. He was made king. And God blessed him. In fact, David was actually, we won't deal with that right now, but David was saving up a lot of money because he had something special that was going to happen. He didn't understand it all yet, but we'll get to that at another point, and you'll find out about it. But he did. He saved up a lot of money. David was also a man of What is it? Wisdom. What's wisdom? How many of you guys got a wisdom? I got a wisdom tooth. But what's a wisdom? What's wisdom? What does that mean? Anyone know? Yes. When you're wise? That's like, yeah. But maybe let's get, let, that's good. Let's get more specific. Well, what does it mean to be wise then? Yes. When you know right from wrong, you know something? That's true. The beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord is actually the beginning of wisdom. That's what it says. It's the good place to start. That's where you have to start. But wisdom is, how many of you guys know sometimes what you should do, but don't know how to get it done? Yeah? Because like, I know what I'm, it's like when you're like a math problem and you're like trying, I know what I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to get the answer, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah? Wisdom, wisdom, Yes? Wisdom is the ability to take what I know and how to do it. So God gave David wisdom on not just what to do, but how to do it. Do you know something, boys and girls? Do you know that you can ask God for wisdom? Yeah. 
Yeah, now listen, it doesn't mean we don't study. Yeah, we don't go into the exam saying, oh, I didn't do my homework, so I don't know what to do. God, will you help me? Now, sometimes God will, just to show you. But our best course of action is to do the study, but then sometimes it's hard to remember everything, and he can help you to bring stuff to mind, but he can show you how to figure things out. And you can ask him, God, will you fill me with wisdom? You can make that your prayer. Let's do it now. Jesus, fill me with your wisdom in Jesus' name. You can ask him, and he says he'll give you the wisdom. And he won't, he won't like say, no, you don't deserve it. No, you can't have. He says he'll give it to you freely, abundantly. You can ask him for wisdom. You know something? He can make you so wise. He can actually make you smarter than your teachers. He made him, he gave him this. What is it? Strength. How many of you guys want to be strong? Not just smelling, I mean like strong. Yeah? Never mind, it's okay. When, you, when you're a teenager, you'll know exactly what I mean. It's okay. Yeah. But, you know, um, but God gave him strength because the stuff he had to do wasn't easy. He said, God, you actually strengthened me. I can climb a mountain and I can run over a hill, I can run after a troop. God gave him strength. And it's important that we don't just have strength physically, but we have strength where? Inside to do what's right. Sometimes it's hard to do what's right when you don't want to, or if I do that, it, my, my friend may not be happy with me. Oh, everyone's, everyone's on the playground, they're like cussing and swearing or telling those bad jokes, and I'm like, but I'm not, I don't want to do that. And you need strength inside to do what you ought to do, to do what's right and good. And he gives strength. He gave strength. He also, <laughs> he also gave David this. Fame. You think, really? Yeah, you know they sang songs about David? They sang songs about David and his exploits, what God used him to do. You know something? <laughs> um, we're still talking about David today. Thousands and thousands of years later, we're still talking about the life of David. That's amazing. See, God can, listen, God can make you famous. Listen, he can raise you up but when you're raised up, all along the way, you need to make sure that you give God credit for everything he's done. And if you'll use every time he does it, a platform to speak of Jesus, God can lift you up to the highest place and give you the loudest voice. Some of you, you may be here and God may put you before thousands of people. You think, oh, I can't do it. I agree, don't worry about it right now. The Holy Spirit can help you. I have felt that way at times. Lord, I don't know if I can speak in front of all these people. Lord, I can't, but you can. And he'll help you. But when you do it, if you exalt the name of Jesus, I thank Jesus for an opportunity to be here. I thank Jesus for saving my life. I thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising from the dead. Jesus is Lord. Thank you for this award that I'm getting. Because sometimes those little tiny seeds, they go into people's ears and somehow they find their way into the hearts 
and God can use that to touch their lives too. So God, if God can trust you with fame, he can give it to you. Because you'll be on that platform and the first, you'll give him glory, give him honor. But see, sometimes people say, oh Lord, I'll, I do it, I promise. And they get there and they get afraid they don't do it. That's why we need strength and courage. Wisdom. But David did. Every step along the way, he gave God glory. He gave God the honor. God is my strength. He's my light. He's my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? He's the light of my life. In fact, you don't even have to wait till you're famous. You know your friends? Your circle of people that you know? You can be in the midst of that and use that as your platform to glorify Jesus and what you do and what you say. And parents, you too. In your jobs. You don't go to work, keep your head down. That isn't why God puts you there. He puts you there as salt and light. So speak up. Don't, sorry, I don't want to be harsh, but don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. Speak up for him. Amen? Amen. Okay. And you know something? One of the other things that kind of struck me as I was doing this is that David and all these things, David's name and life. is in the Bible. <laughs> in fact, whole chapters are written about David. That's amazing, really, that God saw fit to put his story in God's story forever. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, the words of God, will never pass away. That means David's story is like locked into eternity forever. How many of you guys would like your story locked into eternity? tell you if you'll obey god you'll do what he says you'll trust him in heaven your name can be known these guys came once this is another story but these guys came once and there was this person who was possessed of a demon and they thought well we're going to cast it out so they said to the demon come out of him in the name of jesus whom the apostle paul preaches because they didn't know jesus the demon looked at them and said, listen, Jesus I know, and Paul I know. You, I don't know. And those seven guys, he beat them up, and they had to run out of the house naked. He ripped all their clothes off. Their, Jesus' names is known in heaven and in hell. God knows it, and the heaven knows it, and even the enemies of God know it. And your name can be known in both places for good reasons. Yeah, God put David's name in the Bible. David is reigning as king, and the Bible says that God gave to David and all of the people of Israel rest. What does it mean to rest? If you look around there might be some people here doing it <laughs> right rest what does it mean to rest uh, yes ma'am you know something if you ask your parents they don't even need a rest when they're tired they just like to sit down and when your parents say when they're sitting on the couch or whatever they're sitting there and what do they want in the room 
quiet, peace. No fighting. No, mom, mom, or mom, mom. They just, there's no pressure. There's no outside conflict. And God gave to David and the whole kingdom rest from all their enemies. Wow. See, in our day, if you go outside and you're outside at the nighttime, people are worried what's going to happen to me, that kind of stuff. Imagine going out and not being afraid. Imagine being leave your front door unlocked knowing no one's going to come inside. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah? Well, God gave rest to all of Israel from all their enemies. In fact, God told David, not only have I established this kingdom, but it's going to last Because God was going to raise up, because David eventually he died. But God was going to raise up somebody to sit on David's throne forever. Take a guess who that is. Yeah. Absolutely. And he would reign on David's throne forever. That's amazing. And David is like one amazing guy. And there was one I didn't didn't mention here, but do you know that David was actually chosen chosen by God to be king. He didn't get voted in. (laughs) There was no democracy where it's like, well, yeah, David was chosen by God to be king. It's an amazing guy, really. So he has so much going for him. He's chosen by God. He's a man of faith. He's a righteousness. He's accepted. God made him wealthy. He gave him wisdom, his strength, fame. His name's in the Bible. The great hall of fame in Hebrews 11. God gave him rest. God promises, I'm going to make your kingdom, this kingdom, that this is all started here. Look what's happening. It's going to last forever. You know, it's true that King David was Israel's What is it? Israel's He is. And you know, boys and girls, just like God said that he was going to do in making the kingdom forever, if you're going to have an eternal kingdom, guess what the people inside the kingdom have to do? Think about it. If you're part of an eternal kingdom, how long are you going to need to live to be in it? Forever. But see, the problem was, is that 
because of this word? Sin brings death. And if sin brings death, how can I be part of an eternal kingdom then? But this is why Jesus came, who's the king of this awesome kingdom. He comes and he says, listen, there's no way they can fix it, so I'll fix it. And he takes our sin on himself. And when Jesus takes our sin on himself, what does he do? What does sin do? It causes us to die. What did Jesus do on the cross? And he took our sin and our death. And he took it away. All of it. And you know where he took it? Into the tomb. You could almost say it was the death of death. The death of death. I'll let you think about that one. Ask your dad. I'm sure he'll explain it to you well. And he takes the sin, the death, our sicknesses, and puts it in the tomb. He takes it in there. He takes it on his body. And he takes it into the tomb. And then on the first day of the week, God raised Jesus from the dead. And guess what he left inside the tomb? All that junk. All of it. Now the whole, I'm just going to say, I just need to say, the Holy Spirit is very near right now. Okay, listen. And he's helping some of you here to believe God and to trust him. So when the Holy Spirit does this, I just want to say to you, tell him, Jesus, I trust you. Can you say that? Jesus, I trust you. I will trust you. You are Lord. You are risen from the dead. Here's my life. I want to follow you. He loves you. He loves you. The Holy Spirit's very near at the moment. And not just for the little ones. It may be for someone out here. This is a simple message. It's not complicated. But by gosh, it's powerful. And God is able to save anyone who comes to God through him. Jesus was raised from the dead. And now he's, guess what? He's this. Eternal? Life. Nope. He's the eternal king <laughs> over the eternal kingdom, over those who trusted in him, his eternal people. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's so good. He's so good. David's amazing. You know what, let me just say this, is because someday God may raise you up and do some amazing things in your life. And when he does, keep your cool. Don't get big and arrogant. Don't, don't think, I've made it, I'm okay, nothing can touch me. Be careful of that. Because the Bible says, before someone falls, pride comes. Let's pray. Yeah, pride comes before the fall. That's right. Let's pray.
Father, I just bless each and every one of these little ones here. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll touch their lives. I pray open the eyes of their heart. I pray, Lord, I just pray for faith and that revelation by your spirit that will dawn on their, on their soul, Father. Lord, convince them of the truth, the reality that's in Jesus. I pray for them. I pray for the adults and our families. We pray for peace. We do pray for rest in our homes. We pray for a cease of conflict in Jesus' name. And so, Father, bless them as they go back to school this week. Lord, encourage their hearts, even when they may not feel like doing it. But bless them, give them wisdom, understanding, strength. And Lord, let them use their platforms, no matter how big they are, for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well done, guys.